Hello and welcome to the official Bedford Blues podcast. My name is Sam Roberts and I'm going to be here every month with a roundup of news and views from Goldington Road, the home of Bedford Blues. Every month we will try and give you something new and different and something always a little bit fun, giving you just another reason to support the mighty Bedford Blues. In this episode, you'll hear some exclusive words from Mike Rare on his tenure at the Blues. We'll speak to two former Blues plying their trade elsewhere. And we'll also speak to Sasha Harding, the man of the moment, as he embarks on his testimonial year. So, let's get started. We'll call this month August. Full of pre-season friendlies, but also the first game of the 2010-11 championship season against Plymouth. A month full of expectation. Mike Rare had kept together a large portion of last year's squad, but he had brought in some new firepower. I caught up with two new recruits one Thursday evening, straight after training, put them through their blues paces. This is Phil Bolton, and this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. I'm uh, here uh, at Goldington Road on a Thursday, a relatively balmy Thursday evening, after all the rain we've been having, ahead of the two friendlies. I've got Sean Tomes gradually sort of undoing all of his uh, dressing, and I've got young Tom Bedford ready to uh, skittle off home once I've dealt with him. How are you, boys? Are you well? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah. Very well, thank you very much. Good, good, good. And, and you're new here... You're new here, shut up James Pritchard, you're new here uh, to Bedford Blues and to Goldington Road. We look out on this fabulous pitch with this slope. How have you found settling in here at Goldington Road? Tom? The slope? Not too well, to be honest. No, no, it's been good, actually. No, I really enjoyed it. Um, pre-season's been good. Uh, some new ideas from Jamie. So it's been, no, I really enjoyed it. The guys are good. And uh, a summer of movement, Sean, uh, for you, or for both of you, uh, from the same club. Um, what's that like? What's a summer of movement? Was it, was it relatively straightforward? Was it easy for you? Or was it a, a summer of waiting by the phone and waiting for things to happen? Well, for me, it wasn't. It was a, it was, it was a very smooth summer, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I, I, I kind of... I kind of identified a few clubs that I wanted to move to, uh, and Bedford being the, the sort of one that was on, on the top of the list, really. So, um, you know, the, the, the way the position in the league every year, the, the salary would be the player, the, the management, the team they've got, and the players, obviously. You know, to, I knew it would be a competitive environment. So, um, and I thought I thought it would get the best out of me. So I thought, you know, rather than sort of hang around, hang around Exeter and kind of wait for opportunities, you know, I can. I'll just have have a fresh start up here, and I'm I'm, just, I'm very happy I've made that move. Both of you have moved from. That one, was that a good answer? Good. And both of you have moved from the same club to the same club. Is it is it is it nice moving with someone that you know? You, you arrive in 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 the stable, as it were, and there's horrible faces looking at you. Is it nice to have that beautiful face over there, friendly and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and lovely? It obviously is nice to have someone you can just chat to, and someone you know for a year or so. So to look over the change room, see him, but then. All the guys are nice and friendly here. We got to know them pretty pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, all good, really. Uh, Sean, how, how much have you played at Gonshin Road? Because we joked about this slope, but it is a little bit of getting used to. How much did you have you played at Gonshin Road before? Are you aware of this 11-foot slope that we've got here? I think I've played three or four times here. Um, I think four times, and every time, I've, I've obviously, you know, the, the slope seems to get steeper and steeper. I don't know, I don't know if it's just the rainwater washing off that way, just <laughs> gradually sort of eroding more away, but, um, no, it's, it's you know, it's, 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 it's one of the things Bedford kind of work used to the strengths, and, you know, I'm with Bedford now, so, you know, I'm, I look forward to these teams um, coming and, try, and trying to beat us, beat us here, so it's, no, it's, you know, it's fun, it's, 
it's a pitch at the end of the day, so, you know. <laughs> Indeed, two posts and about 100, uh, 100 yards long. Yeah. And have you had much training on here already? Have they, have they got you out on here? We've done, we've done a, quite a bit of training, to be honest, um, for the last couple of weeks on here. It, it is a slope, but it's, it's, it's not much, to be honest. You, you soon get used to it. Um, obviously, a lot of teams come up here with a kicking game into that slope, but the best way to do it is just to play against it and play with it and just, just have the ball in hand, which Bedford do, and they've worked it out and other teams struggle up here, so... And what are your ideals as regards the season? It's obviously very difficult, but what, what, what have you come here to do and what would you feel is, the, is an accurate representation of, uh, of what goes on here and, and for this season, Tom? I feel we can beat anyone. Um, the training looks sharp. The past couple of years, the, you boys up here have, have been hard to play against, away and home, so it's, it's, it's a tough team to play against and we're expecting to win every game or give every game all out, so we'll see, but... We're expecting to be in the final. We're hoping to be in the final, and we want to be in the final. So, as regards a forward, there's been some talk as regards Bedford lacking when you go up against these professional teams. Some bulk. You've been brought in as some bulk. We've got a work cut out again, though, haven't we? With some good teams out there, uh, as far as forwards are concerned, certainly. Well, I think you know that usually the strongest teams are the in the forwards are the best, are the, the ones who sort of you know train full time and you know um, well drilled and what have you. And it, it, it could an average player could turn into a good mauling player just just by the drills he's doing, you know. But um, looking around the, the sort of the quality that we've got in the squad, there's, there's there's no excuses really this year. And as Tom was saying, you know, we've targeted a final, and I think getting anything less than a sort of final spot this year would be, you know, it would disappoint a lot of players, including myself. But uh, you know, I think everyone just wants to contribute as much as they can, um, contribute to the cause, and just yeah, everyone just jump on board, you know. Um, to sort of back each other up and, and, and take take this take this season forward. Excellent. Right now, this is the bit you've been looking yeah. forward to. I've got some quiz questions. I have started to think about a few quiz questions that I think you should really know the answers to. Okay. Well, you certainly should do once you're a Bedford Blues player through and through. Okay. So we're going to see how we go. All right. Now this is a little bit of a tricky one. I'll give this one to Sean first. Okay. And you're aged, you say? Age before beauty. Well, we'll we'll leave that one out there. Um, who holds the record for the most points in one blue season? I'll give you a choice here. Is it Mikey Rea or is it James Pritchard? It must be James Pritchard. He's right, you know. He is. It was close thing. 374 points to 361. I was going to go Nick Walsh, actually. <laughs> OK. This will be good. How many international caps did Mike Rea win for Wales? 15. Any, any advance on that? I think it's in the 20s, 29. It's 21, so I think you... You're just a little bit closer there. Yeah, you nailed that with 15. Absolutely. And here's one, again, you might know because it's got a little bit of connection to your former, one of your former clubs. Who scored the winning drop goal for the Blues against the Exeter oh, Chiefs? Oh, he's already got there with Ali. Does he go on about that a lot down oh, yeah, at Exeter? He's, he's, he's talked about it a lot. <laughs> And here's one for you. Um, this could be a little bit embarrassing in the changing room. Which two players were selected in the Rugby Times Championship Dream Team 15 for last year from Mile, Bedford Blues? Miles Dorian. Yep. And... I know this one. Is back or forward? No, he's not back, back he's or a forward. Back, isn't he's he? a back, another back, yeah. Brendan Burke. Brendan Burke! And there's a last one for you, Sean. Forward question. Which forward scored the most tries last season for Bedford Blues? Ooh... Tough on that. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna go back row. I'm gonna back. I'm going. I'm going someone like. Maybe I will go back row. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it must be Sasha. It's not. It's Paul Tupai. He's gonna let you know about that one. Surely, Paul Tupai scored seven tries last season. 
Well, that's what, that's what I said. I said, I'm not going to go back row. <laughs> he's, he's a second row these days. No, no, that's true. That's very that true. Sorry, yeah, I did throw I'm you. On purpose. Bottom. I was actually going to go All right. to the as well. Were you? Yeah. Okay. Genuinely. Okay, so I'm going to award it to Sean because he, he looks right. like he's going to throw his that, yeah. toys at the pram unless yeah, yeah. he gets it, quite frankly. Well done. Well, good luck with the season, boys. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you make as many possible appearances and many possible scoring opportunities as, as you can. Toss and powers. <laughs> Nice Duncan. And Duncan reverses his way out of here in a nine-point turn. Nice uh, getting a huge amount of grief from Mr. Tomes. Thank you very much, boys. I'll see you later in the season. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Excellent. Great to hear from two new Blues. Obviously already feeling at home at Coddington Road, even if their knowledge about recent Blues achievements isn't exactly rock-solid. I think both those chaps could have quite an influential season for the Blues. Sean Tomes, when you stand next to him, is really quite a big chap, and I hope he can play that enforcer role that we've been missing. And Tom Bedford will provide something extra special from the centre. Both very exciting prospects. Let's move on from two new Blues to two old Blues. In a bit, we'll hear from Moritz Botha, who I caught up with after the Saracens friendly. But first, an interesting insight into a different camp. Perhaps of all the clubs in the Championship, Bristol have had the most tumultuous summer. Having not regained Premiership status, the money support of the parachute has fallen away and they've had to strip back their outgoings. Lots of departees, including the likes of Luke Arscott, Lee Robinson and Redford Pennycook, but still there is former Blues favourite Ed Barnes and I gave him a call to get his take on what had befallen his club over the last couple of months. I'm James Pritchard, and this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. Morning, Barnsley. How are you? Very well, thanks. Very well, and yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Now, first things first, I know you're back from a long stint off uh, with a nasty set of injuries. How are you? I know you've, you've been playing, so how has that gone, and uh, are you feeling fit? Yeah, yeah, I mean, um, it's been quite a short pre-season um, for us this year, uh, obviously reaching the final last year, and then um, getting straight back into you know, straight back into the season again this year. It's been quite a short turnaround for the boys. It's been a bit longer for me as you say but uh been quite intense um we've had a couple of we've had a little trip down to um Ilfacoon, uh for a couple of days where we uh spent some time in the sand playing around but it wasn't quite as nice as that unfortunately uh and also um obviously we've just been away to Dax and had our first pre-season friendly out there and um for me personally went reasonably well you know good to get a game back under my belt it's been 15 and a half months so uh I enjoyed that immensely but uh yeah feeling Feeling pretty good and uh, glad to be back into it. It must have been uh, a little bit of a weird uh, summer, to say the least, down at Bristol. Can you talk us through what sort of things have happened at the club? Well, yeah, it has been quite strange. I mean, there's been a lot of... Uh, the club have had, you know, some money problems and, um, you know, we were expecting, you know, obviously to bounce straight back up as every side that comes down from the Premiership seems to, you know, expect, really. And, um, you know, the league wasn't as easy as that, as everyone knows, and uh, there's some very good sides and unfortunately for us we didn't we didn't go back up and uh it's one of those things. But um yeah, as I say a lot of players have had to uh make decisions whether to stay or go. Um, you know, there's been as I say there's been a bit of money um problems and you know, a lot of the, the, the players that are playing week in and week out have been snapped up by um some good sides. So um finally now I think we've set, you know, we've settled down, we've got it we've nailed down um a small squad but, you know, a pretty strong squad and uh yeah, we're all looking. You know, we're all looking 
looking forward to the season starting now and getting the rugby under our belts again. It's been well documented. People who who have gone on, and and I suppose good luck to them to them all. You know, in search of uh, of, of top flight first class rugby, as it were. Who, who have you managed to keep hold of? Is that is that young Royster Winter still playing for you? <laughs> yeah, Royster, he's uh, looking fresh as ever, and uh, yeah, soldiering on as he always does. And yeah, he's still here, which is a which is a big boost for us because uh, you know he's a great he's a great, he's obviously a great player on the field, as um, you know the Blues fans will know, and uh, off the field he's a. He's an awesome bloke and a great leader as well. So, um, you know, that's, that's, uh, we're all very happy that Roy stayed. And, uh, I'm sure he'll continue to do well this season. It won't have escaped your attention, uh, being a, a former Blues man, that there's a, a small matter of a trip to Goddington Road on Boxing Day. How, how did that go down in the Barnes household? Uh, well, you know, I always look forward to any games at Goddington Road. You know, I've been up, I was up there last season, obviously, to watch the boys. And, you know, it's been a little while since I've played there, so I'm... I'm Really look, I'll be really looking forward to getting back up there and uh, you know, hopefully having a good game up there and playing well. And I'm sure my old man and a few of my brothers might pop up to uh, you know, see me run out back up there again as well. And I'm sure they'd be very, very welcome indeed, and, and so would you, sir. Um, briefly, sum up how Bristol are approaching this season, because it is obviously very different. Um, but but, but what, are your, what are your thoughts? And, and I suppose you, you must be thinking we're going to try and do to the team that come down Worcester what Exeter did to us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's... There is less pressure on Bristol this year, as you said. You know, as, as everyone knows, as, you know, with the boys leaving and uh, our situation, you know, there's a, there's a lot less pressure. We're not we're not favourites now to um, to go up, uh, which is kind of a nice thing, really, because the shackles will be off a bit this year, and we can, uh, you know, just try and enjoy our rugby. And you know, we're we're not really expected to go up this year, so we'll just see what happens. But we're we're, we're looking to, uh, you know, we've still got our sights set on on making the finals and. Uh, Well, very good luck. Uh, I know uh, there'll be many people up at Goddington Road. We'll not only be wishing you and, and Roy, but, but Bristol Rugby, uh, all the best for this coming season. And uh, we will see you a bit later in the campaign. Cool. Thanks very much. Take it easy. This is Joe Clark and you're listening to the Bedford Blues Podcast. This is Mike Howard and this is Bedford Blues Podcast. Hi, this is Brendan Burke. <laughs> Keep going. And this is Bedford's po- podcast. <laughs> Bedford Blues podcast. Oh, Bedford Blues podcast. I'll knit it together, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Sam Roberts at the game uh, at Goddington Road with Saracens. I've managed to grab, because he's being mobbed everywhere he goes big bad Mo Moritz Botha how are you Mo are you well I, I was thinking it must have been about a year ago now that you started this Saracen sort of odyssey that you've been on yeah. talk us through this year and how it's been for you uh, it's been amazing you know at the beginning of the season I set myself some goals and uh, you know after pre-season I, I, I said to uh, the psychologist and I said to him that uh, you know I've changed my goals completely and you know I was hoping to, you know, get a few starts and, and stuff, but uh, after preseason, I uh, changed my goals and, you know, wanted to, wanted a starting spot for most games, and I think I managed that. And, um, you know, very, very pleased how the season went, and obviously the team did well. So, you know, there were some great memories out there for, for, for in my first season, um, and hopefully, you know, kick on this season and, you know, even get a better 
season personally and, and for the team and you know, build some more memories. From a Saracens point of view, how's it feeling at the moment? Obviously, that was a good year last year. I mean, yeah. what are the goals, dare I say, if you can put them into terms at the moment? Is it, is it just to go out and beat everything that you've done previously? Well, there's no goal being set like we were end up or whatever but we've all got our own expectations and um, you know, as far as the season go we basically just want to win every game we play in and by doing that we'll, we'll end up where we want to and you know hopefully win, win some silverware because you know last season there was a bit of agony involved but um, you know I think it just uh, makes everyone you know, gives everyone more hunger to, to go out and, and, and win something Quite an emphatic display tonight from a Saracens point of view very good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, I think the boys, Bedford played well and uh, you know came out strong, and, 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 and the boys struggled a bit in the beginning, but uh, you know kicked on a bit in the, in the second, well, in of the first half, and in the second half went pretty well. But um, yeah, some some good performances. But I think Bedford, you know, can be proud of what they what they've done tonight. Yeah, played well in the, in, in the beginning, and then also ended the game well. I was going to say, 73 caps for the Blues. Must be quite proud being back here. No, very, very proud. It's nice to be back and see everyone. Good. Thank you very much, Mo. Good luck. Enjoy and try and get out of here in one piece. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Very good to hear from Maurice Botha. Now very firmly a Saracen, but always, like so many, a blue. Talking of Saracens, I must pay compliment to that club. The way they've embraced our partnership and the way they mentor their academy lads, it really is excellent. You may have noticed some very high-profile Saracens names at the pre-season friendlies, and there again, at the home game against Plymouth, was the legend that is Richard Hill, talking to the young lads, especially Jackson Ray, and really getting involved. It really is good to see. We will hear very shortly from Mike Rare about how he feels the Saracens deal is going, but I, for one, am very impressed with how the relationship is working out. And it looks like they've loaned us some real crackers. Every one of them could play a key part in the campaign this season, and they all look premiership quality. So let's hear from Mike Rare, the Bedford Blues Director of Rugby. This is the latter part of an interview I conducted with him on a Friday before the Plymouth game. It's exclusive to the Bedford Blues podcast, and it reveals some interesting insights. Listen to what he says about the end of last season, to how he reacted, and to what he says about what he gets out of our Premiership brethren from Watford. Afraid of that? Um, you know, I, 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 it's my job to pick the 2022, and I can't get 30 players into 22. Um, personally speaking, from your point of view, I think this is sixth year in charge. Um, have you still got that same drive, that same hunger going through? Has it changed? Has the job changed? Is it? Dare I say? Does it get any easier season after season? No, it doesn't get any easier. Um, simply because of the fact you're in the job longer every year and, and um, you know you, you're conscious of, of, of outside um, perhaps feelings you know whether does a club need to go in a different direction that uh, you know uh, is he going to become complacent so you know I have to say at, at the end of the Exeter game last year I was in bits um, I, I took I, I took it really hard and took it really personal because I was dead surprised at the manner of defeat but it just goes to show we're a million miles away from where a side who one premiership status. Um, ah, Exeter were, were a different class to us, both physically and uh, mentally and and, and skill-wise. On that day, um, you know, um, 
it's it was it was a real eye opener for me, and I and I struggled to put it to bed, you know. And if you'd asked me this question, the end of May last year, I might have handed my resignation in because <laughs> it, I, you know I just took it. I'm being honest with you, I'm just I took yeah. it that 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 badly. But um, you know, over the course of time, you, you know, you refresh. You know, Jamie Bain coming in as fitness coach has really added a spark to the lads' training. And I have to say, the players themselves, they, they've been unbelievable over pre-season. The, the um, the work ethic they've shown um, has been better than any any squad I've, I've been involved with. The, um, everything we chucked at them, they, they've taken on board and and and, and et up really. It's um, so when you see people like that really busting a gut to um, you know to get in get in the team and and, and work work for their teammates and, and 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 do their bit for the club and you know it it it, um, it, it comes up the roost what a what a, what a good place we got here and uh, you know. I still still enjoy the town. I still enjoy the atmosphere here, um, and I still enjoy the club. It's, um, it's um, been part of my life for seven years now. Um, five plus two, seven years, seven years. So, yeah, I, 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 without wanting to be part of the furniture, <laughs> if you know what I mean, um, I'm enjoying it. You know, yeah, like the the job never changes. You win is great. You lose is not very nice. Talk to me about how Saracens have um, come across to you as a club to be a partner to our club. I mean, how do you think the Blues benefit from the relationship? Not the players, but the players aside, but from the relationship. Look, I think, I think the biggest thing that struck me when we, we actually started this process with, with Eddie Jones, believe it or not, way back. And um, it kind of died a death a little bit when Eddie moved on. And um, I think Jeff had a chance meeting with Edward Griffiths, the chief exec, and, and things sort of rekindled it from there. And... and um, you know, having met Brendan um, on many occasions back in 1995, I think I met him f- first and foremost when he was playing for the Springboks, um, and um, it, it's just been their their willingness to be proactive with it, because you know, sometimes when you're when you're little brother in these in these um, relationships. Um, I always find it pretty difficult just to pick up the phone and ask and constantly for this and that. And we've got an open door policy down there as far as um, tapping into to, to training sessions, team meetings. You know, it's just um, an unbelievable welcome when we go down there. And um, you know, they're um, they're quite open um, to us viewing stuff, what they do. You know, obviously we keep everything confidential. I think they appreciate that. Um, but obviously, from their perspective, they obviously see us as a as the perfect vehicle for developing their players. You know, we got I think the championship is, is a is a great competition for young players to be playing in, and and um, you know it, it is the next stepping stone um, to Premiership for, for for their senior academy guys. almost it for this month i hope you've enjoyed the bedford blues podcast and i hope it's given you a bit more of a look behind the scenes of goddington road i must mention the two home games coming up in september i hope you can be there on saturday the 11th blues play host to the championship newcomers isha that should be a good game and on saturday the 27th of september it's mosley but perhaps just as importantly it's ladies day ladies get into the ground on a two-for-one deal and the theme is pink with a dress to impress invitation The marquee will be open to all with a chocolate fountain, canopies and pink rosé on offer. 
The team will be playing in a unique pink kit on the day and then auctioning off those shirts after the game, all in aid of breast cancer care. We've done this for the last couple of years and it's always really good fun. I hope you can make it and I hope you can bring some lovely ladies along with you. We end the Bedford Blues podcast this month by talking to the man of the season, if you like, Sasha Harding. He's been awarded a testimonial year by the club in tribute to the 10 hard years he's put in in a blue shirt. And it couldn't be more deserved, I say. What a talisman he has been for the Blues. A top reward for a truly top man. Well done, Sasha. Well, I bet that you look good on the dance floor. I don't know if you're looking for romance or I don't know what you're looking for. I said I bet that you look good on the dance floor. Yes, it's a laptop off that robot from 1984. It's from 1984. Hi. My name is Matt Volland. Hi, my name is Matt Volland. And this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. And this is the Bedford Blues Podcast. Right, this is uh, Sam Roberts of Gonington Road. I've, I've managed to catch up with, uh, with a man who's, uh, who's looking forward to a pretty special year uh, this year. Sasha Harding, uh, tell us all about it. This is going to be your testimonial year. Yeah, it's come around pretty... Uh what seems pretty quick to be honest um, the club sort of in the summer came to me and, and said do I fancy having the, uh, the testimonial year and I was a bit blown away to be honest but, um, but yeah really excited about it got um, a few events going on throughout the year starting with uh, a dinner in October uh, we've got Scott Cornell speaking um, at the club um, and then in March we've got a golf day and then uh, at the end of the season there'll be like a bit of a festival sevens tournament which is uh, hopefully going to be like the uh, big sort of sign-off event which will be quite exciting really. Fantastic and a fitting tribute to a man who's uh, always given everything to the Bedford Blues. How many games is it now do you reckon? I'm not sure exactly. Uh, I think it's around 140, something like that. Um, yeah, so over the course of 10 years, it was not, not that much, but um, it started quite slowly, but the last uh, six or seven years have been quite good. So, Have you had, have you had personal highlights uh, that you can perhaps cast your mind onto right now? Uh, I was lucky enough to be involved in um, two squads that got to the Twickenham finals, mm-hmm. um, and obviously we won one of them and uh, came quite close against Harlequins in the seconds. Um, but for me, the, the biggest highlight was um, last, the year before last, you know, the 10-game run we went on. Um, after January, we didn't lose a game, and I think you know being involved in in that squad, which was quite special. There was like the likes of you know Carl Dixon, Moritz, um, Will, uh, and they've all gone on, and Billy Twelve Trees, of course, and they've all gone on to you know play Premiership rugby and, and do you know us and the league justice, you know, and uh, you know that was that was quite a special moment for me, and, and the, the sort of bond between the team over them ten games and was really good. So yeah, that sticks in the mind. Fantastic. Now, looking back over the summer that's just been, it, it, there must have been a few people who came knocking, and it must have been there must have been a few things that sort of went through your mind, or, or was it quite straightforward to, to stay on at Bedford? Um, I, I did have a, a bit of interest from some other clubs, but um, you know, unless it's unless it's you know a really big sort of Premiership opportunity, then I'm not going to leave the club. Uh, so, 
the club came to me with the offer of a testimonial and to be honest it, which is something quite special you know there's only three other players that have had it here mm-hmm. and uh, being such a famous club you know I was really keen to take up that opportunity to be honest Fantastic and what about this season away from, from that I'm, I'm sure you'll be fully focused on, on trying to sort of well, get to that final I think that's what everyone is talking about and that one step further than we did last year Yeah definitely although we had a, a really you know solid season last year and we achieved what we wanted to. Um, it was disappointing to end, you know, finish how we did. And uh, love to go one better this year and, and make the final. And then from there, who knows? You know, I mean, this league every year is noticeably getting harder and harder. And um, you know, to, to keep punching above our weight like we do is a, is a big ask. But I think with the, especially the management team that we've got and uh, the talent of players that we've got. You know, I definitely think we'll be up there again and uh, hopefully go one better. Well, I hope you enjoy it and I hope you have a very special year, Sasha. Cheers, Sam. Thanks a lot, mate. The official Bedford Blues podcast is written, presented and produced by Sam Roberts for and on behalf of Bedford Blues Limited. Just one final thing to say, come on you blues.